Welcome back to your Daily Dose. I'm your old pal, Nick. The NFL draft just happened, so we thought we'd play some football-related conversations. I'll be honest, I wasn't much of a football fan until I met some really good friends from upstate New York. Now they and the Buffalo Bills are my team. Enjoy these three conversations about becoming a fan, feeling like a fan, and some unexpected fantasy football heartache. I am a fan of the Bills. Did I ever tell you why? Uh, no. So, growing up, my dad was a little bit of a Miami Dolphins fan. Mm-hmm. And if you know football, you know that the Miami Dolphins and Buffalo Bills are enemies. Oh, arch enemies. Really? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I didn't yeah. Know rivals. That. Bitter rivals. Oh, yeah. If you will. And what happened was I went to a couple of Miami games and I didn't really get into it. My dad wasn't that into it. My dad was more about watching football and then lying to me about the rules. Like I remember, <laughs> do you remember the Pro Bowl games where they used to wear their own helmets, but then the yeah. the uniforms for which team they were on, the yeah. NFC versus the AFC. So he told me, I was watching that with him one day and I didn't know enough about football to know any better. And I said, why do they all have different helmets? And he said, well, they couldn't afford to get all the same. <laughs> This so is, this is clearly your father. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, for sure. So does he do this a lot? Does he just like riff on stuff? Just make it up just to... a little bit. Yeah. Cause he, he always wanted to be right. Right. Like, so he would lie his took us off, take it right to the furthest. Extent. Oh my gosh. Uh, of course. Yeah. And just keep talking until you just like stopped wanting to know about whatever it was. He was talking <laughs> it's about. Like you don't even care if it's true anymore. Yeah. You're like, I yeah. just don't want to talk about it. It anymore. was like a dad joke to the extreme. Wow. Right. But, uh, but yeah, as far as football goes, I wasn't really into it. And then I met a really good friend of mine named Shy Galad when I was over at Embry Riddle. Oh, I love that name. And he's fantastic. Really good guy. Really smart. He does his own podcast. Uh, he teaches up at Georgetown um, and owned a, uh, I mean, was a pilot, owned a company that chartered jets, the whole nine. Ooh, sounds like a cool human. Yeah, really neat. And what happened was uh, he's he grew up in upstate New York. He was a fan of the Buffalo Bills. Uh-huh. And so he took me up there. We became friends because I had to tutor him in math. At Ember-Riddle, the pilots had oh, to learn math. Oh. And I was a math tutor. For pilots. Yeah. That's a cooler tutor than just a regular tutor. Like, I'm a math tutor for pilots. For pilots. That's like, that's like I'm a geography teacher for ninjas. Oh, that you would know? be pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, like, you don't need to know geography, but it's good if you do. Just teaching the cool people. Yeah. That's it. But uh, so I went up there for what was colloquially known as the chicken game. So fans from uh, Buffalo and Rochester, which is where uh, I met Mark Fiore, who's oh. also very cool, uh, best friends with Shia since he was a kid. They would go out there. They would get there at 6 a.m., start tailgating, dig a pit to barbecue, make a chicken, and go into the 1 o'clock game. Wow. And it was amazing. It was like it was night and day compared to what I thought fans should be all about or fans were. Well, that sounds like something fun. It's beyond the sport. I oh, mean, yeah. It's just, it is about the fans. It's, it's about the connections. The it's social about, aspect yeah. and everything else. Now, this was well after, uh, you know, the Bills have famously gone to four Super Bowls and lost all four oh. back in the early 90s. What time losers. So this was like 96 through 2002. I would go up there for games. And I just, you know, they became my adopted 
uh, sports team as far as football goes. And I always felt kind of like there's a little bit of imposter syndrome with that mm-hmm. because I think that, you know, I should technically, because I grew up in Florida, like Tampa, Jacksonville, Miami. But, man, going to those games and being part of that group of those fans and stuff. So, yeah, so I'm a, I'm a big fan. And when we're recording this, they yeah. if they beat the Chiefs this weekend, they will go to the Super Bowl. Wow. So may fifth time's a charmer. Yes. <laughs> you Don't jinx it. <laughs> so now I'm wearing this. I got this at the game, this scarf that I have on, this Bill's scarf, and I'm wearing it as much as possible because they've won while I've been wearing it. I was wearing it mainly for warmth. Right. But they have been winning, so now I cannot take it off. You wear it with pride, too. Yeah. That's it. Okay, so do you know the source of Buffalo Bills? Was it Buffalo Bill Cody that they're naming themselves after? Because, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because it was Buffalo, 63, 64, I think they got the team up there. Yeah. It seems a little weird to me because I'm pretty sure that Buffalo Bill Cody didn't really spend a lot of time in you know. New I don't York. think he was up there a lot. <laughs> no. But I think... You know, I think that it's interesting to think that you would have to name the team after something that happened. Like, are there bears in Chicago? Are right. there lions in Detroit? Good point. <laughs> yeah, that sort of thing. Hey, there I think are Marlins in Florida. I think it would be neater. And apparently there were maybe Buccaneers Yeah, in Tampa. probably at some time. <laughs> not so many Jaguars in Jacksonville. That's it. So that is funny. <laughs> I do feel like a, a, an imposter yeah. when it comes to my fandom because, because you feel like you should be a fan of the of the teams that are closer to you. It were like I somehow was born into it, but I think that you know, thinking <laughs> about like the Dallas Cowboys have so many fans because they won so much. Yeah. Right. Same thing with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Same thing with the 49ers. All the most popular teams that I think they have such a huge fan base because they were winning. They were winning. Yeah. So I don't feel that bad about it. But still, like if I see somebody. And they have a Bills hat on or shirt. Like sometimes I'm reticent to say, hey, go Bills or something along those lines because they're like, oh, are you from upstate? No, I'm just a fan. That's interesting. (laughs) It makes me feel a little less than. But I was was at Petco. I was uh, picking up cat food. Yeah. And I saw there was a Mustang out there with a bunch of Buffalo Bills stuff on it. I'm like, oh, I wonder if I'll see the person in there. Maybe I'll say something. Maybe I won't. Maybe you'll just like I start overthinking it. Like I may have just turned around and gone to another pet store (laughs) just because I didn't want to have to deal with that. So I see that the guy has a Buffalo Bills beanie on, but he's in line. So I'm like, okay, I'm not even going to see him. This is fine. Get my thing. I go up and he's still in line and I'm behind him. So I'm like, and I'm wearing my scarf. It says bills on it. So he starts pulling out money. He's got his service dog with him. Started pulling out some bills. Um, he started pulling out some dollar bills, y'all. And uh, he doesn't have enough. And so I'm like, whoa, this is an opportunity to help a fellow so fan. I jumped in. I'm like, how much? How much is it? It was two something. Here, here's five dollars. And he was like, at first he was refusing it. And so I go, hey, no, I'm a Bills fan. It's about the bills. <laughs> or something like that. Like, I didn't know what to say. And, did and so, oh, yeah, yeah. So we started talking about the game, and it was uh, when they were playing. They were about to play Baltimore, so it was last week. Um, and it was just really meaningful. He was telling me about a, a bar that he goes to to watch the games downtown. So it was really nice. You just shared sports karma. Yeah. Man. You, just, you just contributed to the fold by getting a fellow sports fan to drop his defenses and allow you to help him out strictly because you share a love for a team. 
where do you hear stories like that? That's, that's well, on this of, podcast, yeah, mainly. <laughs> Probably. I love that's awesome. That's really good. So it made me feel good. It made me feel like less of a poser as far as being a Buffalo fan. Goes. Well, it's not like, you know, it's not like being Greek. You don't have to be born into it. It's not like you're looking, you're looking at Chinese people from your Greek heritage going, I like the Chinese the best. I, I think I'm going to call myself Chinese now. It's like, no, you get it's to be not a quite fan. that. Well, you get to be a fan of anything that you want to be a fan of. Yeah. You know, it, regardless of where you live. But but there is this egocentrism that goes with the geography of teams. I'm from Boston. Guess I have no reason to seek teams anywhere else in the world because I have world class athletes in every sport in Boston. I don't care about any of them. <laughs> I, if I if I start up looking for sports, I'm not going to be looking just to Boston teams yeah. to create my fandom. I'm going to look to all the teams and see which ones turn me on. And you found yours because a friend introduced you. You saw the traditions. You grow to love those traditions. And all of a sudden, now you're a fan and you're following them. And I, I, I envy that. I tell you the truth. You feel like an imposter and I feel fan envy. Because I, I feel like fan I know. Yeah, Fenvy. Because <laughs> I feel like I, I want to be into something like that. I want. I see people who are so into sports day, uh, game day. See, I can't even use the terminology, but I see that fervor and that fever and that excitement, and I want to be a part of something like that. I just can't muster the interest in the sport. Is it because you're? You know, because there is a toxic fandom that goes with everything, and especially yeah, sports. I find that interesting to watch. To tell you the truth, yeah. that doesn't that that wouldn't drive me away. But I describe myself as asexual. You know, like there are people who are asexual. They just don't have sex. Well, I just don't have sport. I, you know, I, I like the martial arts, but I'm too mm-hmm. old to compete and stuff like that. Uh, you know, I'll watch a little bit of that, but I'm not just not that into competitions. Uh, so, so I live with that deficit. And I live vicariously through people like you who uh-huh. are into it. You know, and so I'll have to just be into other things. All right. While I'm watching the Super Bowl. If I'm watching the Super Bowl, I will text you. Okay, honestly, and let truly, you know what's happening? If you're watching the Super Bowl, then I think I'm going to watch the Super Bowl. Okay. Every once in a while, I watch the Super Bowl, and I won't say just for the ads. I watch it because there's usually some pretty darn good football being played, and that. Yeah. And I love highlights. And when I say I'm not into sports. I just like the best parts of sports, <laughs> like like soccer games. I like seeing the goals. The goals. Yeah, the th- <laughs> two to three goals they have yeah, per, per season. <laughs> it seems like it, but that's soccer is a beautiful metaphor for it's about the journey, not the destination. Yeah. Because if you don't believe that, you can never get through a full major league soccer game, right? Because there, you there's a lot of action going on, a lot of turnovers, a lot of excellent play, but not a lot of goals. So. Hey, go defense. Did you ever play fantasy football? Never. Okay. I'm not into sports, but I have a lot of friends who are really into it, so I understand the concept. uh, It is so interesting and fascinating, and it's perfect for sports, right? Like, it gets you into watching games or, like, following stuff that you wouldn't normally Mm. and i think it started with baseball but i never got into fantasy baseball i was kind of a baseball fan in the 90s but it's very statistic based right like i mean you have to you have to follow the numbers of a number of different players from different teams that you've assembled onto your own yep that's exactly right and then if all of their numbers cumulatively are better than other teams someone else's then then you've got this going on but is it determined on a weekly basis what's nice about football is it's over the weekend 
So you and I would play against each other. You'd assemble your team, I'd assemble mine, and everybody else would have theirs. And then we'd play against each other one weekend. Huh. And then I'd play against somebody else in the league, and you'd play against somebody else the next weekend. And, now, and, and you've done this, actually. Yeah. I played, yeah, for a few years, and so I got really into it. Yeah. And I did like it, but it is insidious, like how much you get into it because you're following different people and you're looking at injury reports and depending on how competitive you are, wow. like if you don't care that much, then that's fine. But if you have pride, if it, <laughs> even less so money, if you have pride attached to it, yeah. then you're going to really try hard well, and to so beat this the is, other people. So the person who wins in fantasy football gets to claim that they what? They won at fantasy football. But I mean, like, okay, so what does that say about somebody? Like, does that say they are, like, the intellectual genius who can understand uh, that talent sure. better than anybody sure. else? Yeah, and, and, like, that you like, understand sports better than anybody, that you understand how to make deals and how to pick athletes and how to look at weather reports and figure out who's going to have a better weekend based on how much snow is going to be in one place versus how sunny it is in another. Yeah. This sound, okay. No, I was never really that interested in this until you start talking about like that. And then it's like, it's almost like a game of Stratego or something where it's like, you really, you have to know the field. Yeah. You know, you have to know all the players and the risks. I wasn't even thinking of weather and injuries. Right. But oh, yeah. obviously those are things that have to play into, if you've got a, if you've got a wide receiver that you've put on your team, right. But his quarterback has been injured. Then you know that person's not going to perform as you well. You may want to sit him that week and oh, pick somebody else. You can do that. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. So you can have multiple people. You can have backups. You can have. So you don't have to keep the same team the whole season. No, 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 no. You can trade with other players. Oh. Um, the other thing that's nice is you keep in touch with your friends a little bit more. Yeah. Especially if you're like talking schmack and stuff like that. <laughs> um, but what was interesting to me, and this happened a few years ago, and it just happened recently again is I had a fill-in player uh, a few years ago named Chris Henry, and he played for the Bengals. He was third on the roster. I mean, I just happened to pick him up because I needed somebody as a fill-in. And he had this great week. And it was wonderful. Like, I, I felt like he was my hero, <laughs> right? And so it, it was this weird connection to a team that I wouldn't have normally even cared about, to a player I normally would have ignored. He wasn't playing my team. He wasn't playing against my team. You know, any of those things. And uh, so I kind of followed his career after that. Like, I kept him on my team. It was sort of this honorary thing. I don't know that I played him again. And I can't remember if he had any other good games. Um, but then uh, he passed away. Oh. Yeah, under really sad circumstances. He was, uh, I think, um, I'm telling this from memory, but, um, and I could be wrong about some of it. I think he had some, uh, uh, some mental health issues. I think he had some emotional issues. He was having a fight with the mother of his children. Uh, she left and he went a little, he didn't handle it well. Right. And so he jumped on the back of the truck as she was leaving and he ended up falling off and dying. Oh my. Oh yeah. wow. I didn't so see that. So he left coming. behind his the mother of his kids. He left behind kids. It was this really sad state. And normally, like that would be sad, right? Yeah. Like it was a terrible situation. For whatever reason, that hit me hard. Yeah, because well, he was because, like personal to you. Yeah. Yeah. Over fantasy football. And this happened again recently. Uh Vincent Jackson, another wide receiver, passed away. He played for Tampa, but when he was uh, and he died, he passed away in Tampa. 
um, uh, like a week ago. And, but I had him when he was with the San Diego chargers and he was one of my best players. And it was like, it was, it hit me the same. Like I was sad. I was a little bit teary eyed. I was like, this guy meant something to me. He'll never know. He wouldn't. Well, he'll never know now, obviously, but and he he'll doesn't never need to know. know. He doesn't need to know. This is the amazing thing to me that here you are, this complete stranger to both of these football players. Right. And they've affected you in a very personal way. I mean, in you're having fun and you're bragging rights with your friends on the one level. But yeah. then when you lose them, you actually feel a personal loss because you felt a personal connection to them. And that's. That's pretty cool. I mean, I feel like that's something that they could both be proud of, that they affected somebody who they had no idea was even in their stratosphere um, in such a personal way. I think that's amazing and a little weird. Yeah. I mean, it is. I'm amazing and a little weird. (laughs) I get that a lot. Perfect classification. Agreed. Hi, friends. It's Bob. I'm not really much of a football fan. A year ago, you couldn't have convinced me that Nick and I would have had three conversations about this testosterone-packed sport, and yet we did. Even more fascinating, I enjoyed them. One of the cool things about the union of Nick and Bob is that we're very different human beings. It gives us a lot of things to talk about and a lot of things to learn from each other, and it surely is never dull. Thanks for listening.